Welcome to the Creative Center for Communication and Development podcast, where we talk about issues affecting women and girls. This month, we commemorate menstrual health on 28 May. We will be amplifying women and girls' voices on their experiences with regards to menstrual health. In our dominant patriarchal Zimbabwean society, talking about menstruation is considered a taboo a topic never to be talked about openly. As a result, many young women and girls face challenges in purchasing menstrual products because families do not discuss budgets for that. The effect is traumatizing, especially for girls experiencing their first period. My name is Keishia Mvundura and I'm your host in today's episode. Joining me in this discussion is Lorraine Mate, a young woman who will take us through her first menstrual experience. Good morning, Lorraine. Please tell us about yourself. Morning, Kisha. I am a 23-year-old lady, and I had my first menstrual experience when I was in grade 7. And I'm, I'm a student at Midland State University. When it comes to my first menstrual experience, um, it was because of I already had friends who had like experienced their menstruation before I was a bit jealous to say I want to mature in that aspect of my life and when I did it was like the reaction that I got was very shocking because I told my sister I lived with my cousin sister at the time and she was she was like okay it's cool and then she taught me on how to use a pad and stuff but then when i told my mom she was a bit upset about the whole thing menstruation is still regarded a taboo and people are usually not free to talk about it what has made you feel comfortable to openly talk about menstrual health i think one thing that made me openly come out to talk about this is because I see how many young women and girls are um, are struggling with menstrual health, menstrual options because sometimes you the choices we have are limited because for instance in schools you're taught once you get on your menstruation you're supposed to use a pad, you're supposed to use cotton, you, your choices are limited from the beginning and those choices might not work for you for health purposes or for personal reasons, they might not be comfortable for you but I feel it's it's time that we, we show women positive and healthy ways that they can experience their menstruation without having to be miserable the entire menstrual period. Lorraine, tell us about your first menstrual experience. How old were you and how did you go through the experience? Well, like I mentioned, I was in grade 7. I was 12 at the time and um, it was just after our grade 7 exams. So I, I was seated with my friends outside and one of my friends noticed that there was like a stain, right? On, on on my uniform because we wore a, a white dress with blue stripes and then she's like Lolo let's go to the toilet and then we went and then she's like I think you got your period and I was like so excited because I'm like finally I've been waiting for this for a very long time and then when I got home I told my sister like I said she was like okay this is a pad this is how you wear it right but then my friends like I had already listened to my friends talk about this, right? So I was like, cool, cool, cool. 
it doesn't matter that's it when my mom came from work that that day i was like can i have money to buy pads and she's like what for because i didn't know how to come out and say oh my gosh i got my period so i was like could i have money to, so i can go and buy pads and then she's like for who and i'm like for myself she's like you got your period and then she immediately got upset but she gave me the money and i went for my family for for me and my mother that has been that was the conversation we had about my menstruation up until i started my my tertiary right when i started having severe menstrual cramps but that was it there was no okay this is what this means this was just supposed to do that was it full stop that's where it ended would you say girls are getting enough support during their first days of menstruation i don't think so because we have no one to talk to like even at schools the school designs a guidance and counseling system but they never talk about this the only conversation is learn and go forward stay away from boys you have a baby but no one actually talks about menstruation what you're going through right because it's not just you bleeding for a number of days right there's hormonal changes that are happening there's physical changes that are happening in your body there's there's so there's so much going on in your body that you don't even understand and that I personally wish I had someone who, who was like, no, 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 this is what's going to happen. But then now people are not even getting that support. And even the home structure is not built to say, okay, once my daughter turns this age, that's when I'm going to start talking to her about this. Or once she gets her first period, I'm going to explain to her what's going on. There's nothing like that. Lorraine, in your own opinion, who do you think girls should approach first to know about menstruation? And what are the barriers to accessing that information? Girls always think they should go to their um, friends or their sisters because there's already communication barriers between mothers and their daughters, right? Because a mother is trying to mother, but then the daughter is daughtering, right? So that communication breakdown to say, okay, I've learned at school what me being on my period means, right? But then what does this mean for me as like outside of school, outside the whole academic realm? Girls always think they should talk to their sisters because you think your sister understands. But then that also depends on the age gap between you and your sister. I found it was so easier, so much more easier to talk to your friends because these are your peers. These are people that you can relate to and that you can be yourself around. Because most of the times, young women stop being themselves around their family members because you're afraid to say, no, my family stands for this and I'm more into that. So let me not show what I'm into because I might get some backlash. So girls are more comfortable and more free around their friends. So at the end of the day, this is where they start talking about, about mental health. But then the barrier with talking to your friends is at that time I was 12 and I was talking to another 12 year old what we knew was limited to her own experience right and she was just 12 and she hadn't like been on her menstrual on her menstruation for like that long to say she had so much more knowledge than I did all we knew was what we had learned in class and how to wear a pad but we didn't know so much more and I think that's the barrier to say the only person that I was free to talk to about this was someone who was my age and who didn't even have the knowledge that I was looking to find.
as a young woman, are you free to mentor other young women and encourage them to freely talk about menstruation? Yes, I am. I am. I am very open to talk about this with younger women because I think as women, it's it's our job to to mother and sister our 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 younger ones. And I think personally for myself, because of my whole experience at school, I've learned how to adapt in like my 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 environment i adapt to the environment if i'm seated with a group of 12 year old i can have an interesting conversation which it's not the same with like their parents or their sisters to say at the end of the day you have to remember that i am still your mother after this conversation right because it's very hard to have a very awkward conversation with someone that you will spend the rest of the day with or the rest of the year living with right because there's always going to be that tension to say oh we had that awkward conversation you see so i think it would be nice like it's just like something that i actually am free to do what are some of the main challenges that girls face during menstruation the challenges that girls face during menstruation there's obviously the stigma right say you're like oh you're on your periods that's why you're acting moody that's why you're this and that like there's so much mood and so much attitude associated with you being on your periods and sometimes it's not even true i can't i'm allowed to be on a bad mood if you annoy me but now i can't do that because i'm on my period if i get moody it's like oh it's that time of the month right then there's the 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 experience of the period pains um personally that has been like a very um big hurdle that i face every month because you feel so incapacitated to do anything it's painful it's like continuous and it's dropping for up to like four days you are in so much pain but you are expected to perform as though nothing were happening you're expected to perform as though you are you're expected to perform as though everything is normal and i think that was like the biggest hurdle that i go through or most women go through during their menstruation as a young woman what do you see as barriers for girls to get support on menstruation in the family I think the barrier is it's our African culture to say it's a taboo. Um, I remember I read somewhere that back in the day what would happen was when you got on your on your menses, you were supposed to leave the village and go and live outside of the village up until you were done. And I think in as much as now we are not like being told, okay, go and live outside the house for a month or for a week or whatever, right? What's happening is, yeah, you're doing that, but you can't you, you you're not supposed to cook right uh, i know there's some churches that say you're not even supposed to attend church because you're unclean you you need to like go through that and then you'll be clean enough to come back to church and then another barrier that i feel most women it's some women face is the lack of of it's menstrual poverty where you can't afford mm, menstrual pads or, or or sanitary things right so i think that's like a big a big a big hurdle that most women face during their menstruation to say they can't afford this so they end up using things like cloths and and unhealthy things right that cause infection that cause illness towards them and 
that's that's like a big hurdle because it it it's one problem that leads on to many more multiple problems that these women can't even afford to 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 handle and finally Lorraine, what can young women and girls do to draw attention on this important issue i think what can be done is the problem is we want to have this conversation amongst young women and young girls only it's time that we bring this conversation to um, a male sphere to say what if a girl is brought up by her father and it's just her and her dad in the household and then she gets her period and she's not at school so that she can tell her teacher but she's at home with the dad what happens then because we are only having this conversation like with the mother i think what should happen is let's start talking about this at a very young age including both males and female right to say as a boy child you grow up knowing that this thing happens because most girls end up feeling so ashamed and so embarrassed to be on their periods because of how boys are like oh my gosh that's so disgusting oh my gosh it's the male child does not understand meaning that the girl child feels they 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 shrink like they shrink I, I like to say they shrink into their box a bit more like because you're living in a box of societal and patriarchal norms and things right so you shrink more because you're like oh i'm going through this and i don't want to be disgusting i don't want to be that right so i feel like what we can do to draw more attention on this is let's start having this conversation between both male and female kids right and also let's allow the dad's um platform to be like okay this is what's happening because as a, if i'm not having this conversation with my dad who is the breadwinner of the family how am i supposed to ask for money to buy sanitary way which is also an issue right but to draw most attention i think what should happen is at schools for school going kids let's have let's have like a councils or clubs whereby girls can freely talk about this about their menstrual experiences give each other advices or remedies to help lessen period pain to like to help because like there's different things that come with just being on your menstruation it's not just you bleeding there's there's the flow type there's the clotting there's the pain right so let's have a a a, a a way that women like girls can go and like talk and say okay i'm having i'm experiencing this is this normal is it not normal because this is happening to you and you 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 can't really like be like is this normal is this not normal and it's maybe something happens to you for the first time and it has never happened before you're like oh my gosh is this supposed to be happening or is this bad i think that's one thing that that we should do and also, I just want to add that there are campaigns that are going on. There's the iPad campaign. I was once part of that. Um, the iPad campaign is whereby you donate pads. Like, you can just donate as many pads as you can afford. And these pads will be taken to remote areas of the country where these women and girls are, are given these pads for free, right? So that they can help with, like, their menstrual health. But... I think where the such campaigns are like limited is they're just giving you the pads, but they are not, they are not teaching you so much more, right? So I think what can happen is also in community centers, in village centers, right? We can have days whereby, like, okay, let's deal with this. On Saturday, you said on the twenty eighth, there's 
while, while commemorating menstrual health on days like that let's have centers around the country whereby people talk and i think menstrual health should not only be a conversation for one month let's have this every month because this is happening to women every month thank you lorraine for sharing with us your experience with regard to menstrual health thank you our listeners for being with us in this episode we hope that a young woman or girl who has managed to learn something that can help them to go through their period it has been great having you and i look forward to having you in our next episode my name is keisha it has been great having you on this podcast and hope to have you in our next podcast as well it's a bye for now